Your time is now. The world needs leaders. It's up to you to answer the call. Be better in business. Be better in life. Joined by our host, Chris Book. This is Leading by the Book. Hey guys, welcome to Leading by the Book. I'm Chris Book. Hope your week is off to a great start. If you're just checking us out for the first time, appreciate you stopping by. As always, you can get in touch with me at leadingbythebook.com. You can drop me a message, chris at leadingbythebook.com, or you can find me on Twitter and LinkedIn at Chris Book. Topic of today's show is how leaders handle the inevitable mistake. You know, the first question I would ask anybody is, have you ever made a mistake? And of course you have, because here's the deal. As you become a leader and gain an increasing amount of responsibility, you're going to find yourself making more mistakes. Seriously. The number of mistakes and the seniority of someone in an organization is directly correlated. Why? Because more leadership means more responsibility, and more responsibility means more decisions, and more decisions means more chances to take a wrong turn. But this is nothing to run with. Everyone is going to do it, regardless of how well-prepared they are. You're going to make mistakes. Because of that, it's vital that as leaders, we become deliberate about how we admit those mistakes. The way we conduct ourselves when we make a mistake and the manner with which we admit those mistakes can undermine our position as leaders within our teams and within our organizations. Similarly, it can also enhance our standing as leaders as well. Presumably, right now you're sitting with a puzzled look on your face wondering, how in the heck can making a mistake and then dealing with it in a manner as we're going to describe below actually make you a better and more respected leader. And it's actually quite simple. Self-critique and honesty are essential leadership traits. I'll say it again. They are essential leadership traits. When these work together and are on display, for instance, when someone admits a mistake, your team will find their respect for you and their trust for you growing dramatically. So we now know why it's important to admit mistakes, but how can we do it in the most effective way possible? The first rule of admitting a mistake is to do it quickly. Don't drag your feet and don't waste time. Look, no one wants to fess up to saying or doing the wrong thing. It stinks. We don't like to look ourselves in the mirror that way. But the faster we do it, the less it will sting, and the smaller the damage inflicted will be. Since the longer these things fester, the more opportunity we give for negative and damaging thoughts to fester in the minds of our team members. The second component to remember here is humility. We've touched on humility being a key trait for leaders in the past, but it's so important that it's worth mentioning again. Ego is absolutely the enemy for leaders, and the inability to check it will undermine any positive growth you've made elsewhere. Too often senior members of an organization feel the need to make excuses or overly explain what caused them to make the wrong decision as if it isn't them that made the wrong decision, but a series of external circumstances that led them there. In fact, I've seen countless members of organizations completely abandon accountability for decisions and throw their subordinates under the bus. Notice that I refer to them as senior members of organizations and not leaders. Obviously, that's not something that a leader would do as we define it here. But if you, define, or excuse me, if you find yourself in this situation, just plainly and flatly admit your mistake. Many times the blame is shared or perhaps even falls with someone else on your team. Guess whose fault it is then? Still yours. As a leader, that's what you sign up for. Leading people isn't always the most enjoyable exercise. 
but it's far and away the most meaningful. And the burden of responsibility when things go south is one of the things that makes it that way. The third thing to remember here is that we must focus on what was learned. I've written quite a bit about the gold mine that is failure, how it can provide vital insight that you simply can't get anywhere else. When it comes to admitting mistakes, we must focus on what we learn from this mistake so that we can extract some value from the misstep. It's important that your team see you do this and that you communicate to them what you learned from your mistake. This shows your team member that it's okay to make mistakes, which is something that you want them to know and believe themselves. By focusing on what you learn, you keep the conversation positive and you keep any momentum that your team had going into this. The last component here is the action plan moving forward. So piggybacking on what we learned so far, we have to clearly articulate a plan for how we want to proceed. Don't wallow in the misery of making a mistake. As leaders, we must always, always be moving forward. So it's key that we include a plan forward whenever we make mistakes. This can be collaborative as well. The input from your team can, of course, be very meaningful in crafting this path forward. However you arrive at it, though, you must immediately incorporate it to bury the sting and impact of that mistake. The sooner you get moving forward, the sooner the mistake is forgotten and the closer success is for you and your team. So as you read these, remember that these work for small and large companies alike. No organization is immune to mistakes, and these organizations that have senior members and junior members as well that bury mistakes or shy away from owning them simply will not and cannot succeed. After all, you can't move forward cohesively unless there's a clear version of reality. I've worked with countless organizations that knew shirking responsibility for mistakes was pervasive in their culture, and thus the employees had no confidence in the paths they were on. Don't let this be you, and don't let this be your organization. Admit mistakes. Do it quickly. Do it humbly. State what you learn, and have a plan for moving forward. Fail fast, and you will always move forward. That's all we've got for this week on Leading by the Book. I'd love to hear what you think. You can find me, Chris, at leadingbythebook.com or on Twitter and LinkedIn. So until next week, wishing you all a wonderful week, and we will see you soon.